been hearing a lot lately about uh, AI. Yeah. From all sides. There's mm-hmm. all different kinds of companies want to use AI. As a matter of fact, you and I were, uh, we went to the city last week and we were speaking to a group of college kids who want to be in media. And everybody's buzzing about AI DJs. Yeah. And these kids are saying, do I get into business? Because if half my job is going to be just typing in what a computer is going to say in an AI DJ. Right, what's the point? Right. Kind of a strange <laughs> thing. Well, there's, according to Google Trends, this is also true for students. Google Trends has looked at searches for things like essay AI writer, essay oh. writer, AI math, chat GPT essay. The idea is that there are students that are looking for the artificial intelligence to help them write a paper, to give them cliff notes, to explain them so they don't have to actually read the book, to help them with math problems, all these sort of things. Yeah. And I guess if it typed it all out, because it's not plagiarism, it's the AI doing it. It's it's original work, even though it's by computer and not the kid. They're trying to basically cheat on their studies. You ready for this? New Jersey comes in number two with the second most searches in the country. You're (laughs) kidding. For AI essays and these other things. Kids essentially trying to use the computer to cheat on their tests using the computer's brain. Idaho came in number one. Very strange. Students University of uh, Idaho, I guess, are the most likely to want to write a fake essay with their computer. You can't blame them. When I was in college, I was constantly looking for the cliff notes, looking for somebody else's essay that would paraphrase whatever I was reading so that I could just read over their stuff and then do my own. So I don't blame them. If I had this technology when I was in school, I absolutely would have used it. But it is a little scary. Utah comes in number three. I was surprised by that. Uh. What are they? Uh, SEAI print out marriage licenses for their nine <laughs> wives. They do that for you? <laughs> Probably eventually they will. Rounding out the top 10, my home state of Rhode Island. If only I was still in school, I could have jacked them up a little higher because I go. would have been all over this. Right. I used to come up with uh, you know, the same sort of deal, but you know, obviously we didn't have the we had computers and then yeah. internet, but we didn't have uh, didn't have AI or anything like that. These are like the green screens with those knobs and you put those actual <laughs> floppy disks in, yes, all that sort of stuff. But yeah. I, I used to try and find ways to get around. Having like I, to write everything. Right. Like they'd assign a couple chapters in the book and I would just randomly go through an underline and put important or do not forget. And then so the teacher would check your book. It looked like you read it. I didn't read nothing, you know? What did you do for the test? Well, you know, just fake my just way through it best it I could. Yeah. you Most of them multiple choice. <laughs> so you got a 25% chance sure. either way. <laughs> so if you, you make it through it like a 68, that's a pass. Yeah. That's really all you're looking for. Well, here's the thing. And I think a lot of people don't even think about it. But when you're sitting there and you're attempting to find ways to skim around and you're reading things through different essays or you're reading the cliff notes you are actually learning still you are actually still doing something i didn't learn nothing just you just well maybe you didn't retain it (laughs) but you did actually hear about it i learned nothing okay well maybe you didn't but i i do think that even with the ai if you if a student reread what the ai wrote they still technically learn the material they read about the material maybe they didn't completely write it but I think I told you in the mid-90s, Goo Goo Dolls first came out and I tried to pass off one of their songs as my own poem. You did tell me that. <laughs> that was one. You and did tell me that. And then I would have been that. better off just reading, I hate Jane Austen, I would have been better off just reading Pride and Prejudice because I ended up writing this uh, Rest in Peace blockbuster. Went to the video store and I got the uh, PBS version of it. It was like an yeah, eight-hour yeah, yeah. movie. I should have just oh, read the damn book. Because it went, Mr. Darcy, please, dear God, what will this Kill end? me now. Oh. <laughs> Rochelle, inform me this morning, first thing. That she had a dream about you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to describe this to him? <laughs> sure. No, I don't. You know, fine. Go ahead. Bud. <laughs> Go Let ahead. me set the scene. You're in a hallway, right? Or at a school. <laughs> and uh, Joe, uh, one of your sons, I'm going to assume it's Connor, because Connor's a right. son of yours that Rochelle has gotten to know a little bit. We went to a game together. Right. And you have a tomato. <laughs> and you're telling everybody in her dream that this is a very valuable tomato. <laughs> And then Rochelle grabs your tomato and runs off with it, and you start chasing her. And your son Connor is saying, Dad, it's not a valuable tomato. Let it go. This is stupid. <laughs> this is Rochelle's dream last night. Do I have that about right? Yeah, that's, that's about right. <laughs> now, what does that mean? I know. That's Isn't bizarre. that weird? <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to get Sigmund Freud on the phone. What? Such yes. a strange... I woke up, and I remember it very vividly, and I was like, Joe and a tomato? What did I <laughs> eat last night? One? Yeah, really, right. Exactly. <laughs> my favorite part is she says, and in the dream, I'm thinking to myself, Joe, don't run. I don't... <laughs> I'm like, what do you think he's going to collapse because you got him running down the that's hallway? Not that's, what I said. that's mean. He's fine. He's fit. <laughs> he's doing I fine. What? What? <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as saying fit, but I, 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 um, 
Wow, that's isn't crazy. that weird? Yeah. yeah, that is weird. You were you loved this tomato, and it was <laughs> it was the best tomato ever. And you and whoever you're, I don't know. I there was no face on your son for me. It, yeah. was it had to be. Son. But again, we went to that football game with I Connor. Know, that's, but it was, must be him. He was just like my dad's full of crap. This isn't like a. <laughs> I don't know what this is, yeah, and I was, grabbed it, was. and and I was off, and I was hiding from you with, with the tomato. That's a strange dream. Isn't that yeah, weird? that was Connor. If, if he said that, that's Connor. Bradley would never say that to me. <laughs> it was just funny because on I'm, the other hand, you know, I'm having my cup of coffee, and she says, uh, "You sleep okay?" Said, that's what we say to each other first thing every morning. I said, "Yeah, I slept all right." How about you? She says, "Yeah, I had a weird dream." I said, "Oh yeah, it was about Joe." I said, "What do you mean it was about Joe?" <laughs> <laughs> so luckily, it was just you and your valuable tomato. Yeah, exactly. That's really funny. Isn't that wonder, weird? I, that is weird. Yeah. There's got to be somebody out there who will call it and tell us what that meant. That's strange. I know Actually, some... you know what? I don't want to know. Yeah, probably I probably don't want to know. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Dreaming about tomatoes. I'm not sure what yeah. that means. I'm sure that means something, but. There's a website here. I'm going to try and look it up while we're talking yeah, about Yeah, go look the, it up. But uh, tomatoes. <laughs> and It's interesting. You can type in just about anything. Like uh, I type in tea on this website right now. Toll booth. Tom Cruise. Look at this, to dream about Tom Cruise. You know I'm a big fan, right? Yeah. Your dreams depend on your personal feelings about him. If you like him, uh, it could just be that you're thinking about how much you enjoy his movies, but it could also be a pun for how you are cruising through life situations, much mm. like a movie star would. Interesting. Oh. But here you go. To see a tomato in your dream, according to this website, it's dream moods is what it's called. Okay. You see a tomato in your dream symbolizes domestic happiness and harmony. There you go. To dream that you are enjoying eating a tomato foretells a future of good health. Huh. So I guess what it means is that being around Joe just makes you a better person. Maybe. That's what it is. Hey, what if I'm stealing the tomato from Joe? Because <laughs> that's what happened. Am I trying, trying to, to take his yeah, life? Yeah, you're, you're trying to steal, <laughs> trying to ruin his day. Uh, <laughs> take it all man. for yourself. Sorry, Joe. I didn't I mean to. Yeah, I'm wondering. Uh, it's also about good luck. And yeah, no, it's good. That was all right. That's good. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I also had you to know drink. when you said that, or when I said I'm going to look it up. I was thinking it had to be filthy. There had That's to be what I thought. I thought for yeah, sure. Exactly. And Robbie's going to read some horrible thing, and then he's going to be all mad the rest of the nah. day. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't be mad. You can have her. That's fine. Wow! <laughs> it's a joke. Wow! It's a joke. Now Rochelle's going to be mad the rest of the day. Yeah, right? You think by now I would have learned better than to no. Yeah, you have done that. that. Yeah. I was going to say, I know this is a little inside, but I also had a dream last night, and I dreamt that the iHeart people came here and bought out the radio station, and oh, I was gosh. trying to weasel my Don't way out the door without ever. getting fired. So. Don't ever say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even funny. I had, I had me a Pittman dream last night. It was terrifying. Oh, my God. Terrifying. Lucky for you, they don't spend any money. So yeah, that's right. exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Everybody's a little bit loopy this morning. I think that's the big takeaway. Yeah. I went to another one of these Irish things last night. Had a few Guinnesses with our friends, the bagpipers. Oh, oh good. Oh, that's really thing. fun. No, yeah, well, it was great. But on a Wednesday, not the best day to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited, by the way, with your offer to march in the Union uh, County yeah. Parade. I'm going to do it. Yeah. We'll, we'll be up Supposed there. to be pretty nice, too, like 45 degrees oh. and sunny. It's going to be nice, yeah. It's going to be a nice day. That's Saturday, March the 11th. So Yeah, right, it starts at 1.00. And the good thing is we don't go off right away. We're not in, like, the first group. We're, like, in the fourth group. So this is a good chance to do a little tailgating. Well, not really tailgating, but do a little, uh, you know, get ready. It's a long walk. you got to get yourself fortified before you go that's down. That's right. Walk no, down wait a minute. Avenue. You told me it was just a mile. Yeah, it's a mile. Yeah. That's, that's, that's fine. I can handle a mile. It's not a no, long walk. No, you can walk. It's almost exactly a mile, to mm. be honest Can I bring you. a thermos of Guinness? Sure. Just you can bring. Yeah, better. well, I don't know if you're going to need the thermos, because I'm sure we'll have some there. <laughs> I've got to figure out where to park. You know, we figure well, that yeah, we'll out. park. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, that'd be fine. All right. <laughs> park, in the, uh, park in the Knights of Columbus and go inside and... Mm-hmm. That's where you get the Guinness. Yeah, whatever you do, hold That's on tight to that tomato. Hold that tomato tight, babe. There it is. My CBB all printed out here. You know, I don't like the computer screen. Right. For a second there, I couldn't find my papers. I got nervous. But time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. If you are a local business, an organization, a community group, a charity, you got an event you'd like us to share, please let us know about it. We do it every morning right around 620 and 835. And then we share them here on the radio. If you get a link, get it to uh, Boss Text Connect, 732-774-4444. Facebook, just send a direct message either to the boss page or the Robbie and Rochelle radio page or at 1071theboss.com where you can find a complete list of station events and committee events, including where the boss roadie is going to be on tour tonight. Very funny man has been on this program a few times. Dane Cook is going to be at the uh, Count Basie and the boss roadie see on the way into the show. Mm-hmm. That's fine, Grandma. You win. <laughs>
It's my favorite little line that he does here. Yeah. About how long it takes to play Monopoly. Very funny guy. Uh, Tomorrow night, they're going to be out for America, their 50th anniversary store at the State Theater in downtown New Brunswick. Then on Sunday, the Belmar St. Paddy's Day Parade on Main Street, Belmar Lake Como St. Paddy's Day Parade, which is a big one. Mm -hmm. We'll see in Seaside. And then on St. Paddy's itself, don't forget, Springsteen, Sweet Tickets, Robbie and Rochelle in the morning doing the whole show live from Bar A in Lake Como, 6 a.m. And then Doozin will be at Kelly's and Neptune in the afternoon. Everybody always goes, oh boy, that's going to be a crazy party. It, it is, is every year. It's going to be crazy. How yeah. about this? Climb with a Cop is happening Saturday, March the 11th. Gravity Vault in Middletown from 10 Aww. to noon. It's a fundraiser to benefit Special Olympics of New Jersey and sponsored by the Law Enforcement Torch Run. So swing by for the cause, scale a rock with an officer. I'm not going to compete with a police officer doing a rock wall. I mean, the cop is going to be able to climb. He's in better shape well, than me. Come on. I don't know. Maybe send Grayson up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, then again, everybody's in better shape than me. Joe is in better shape than me. GravityVault.com for all the info. 19th Annual Fisherman's Flea Market is going on Saturday morning, starting at 8.30 at the Lacey Elks Lodge in Forked River. More than 60 local venue, uh, vendors with uh, plenty of uh, boating and fishing gear. That's nice to think. Talk about uh, spring getting yes, closer that. and closer. FishhawkNJ.com for the details. And Associated Humane Society's Popcorn Park Adoption Event is happening mm. Saturday, 1 to 4. Breaker's Kitchen in Tap and Town. The patio will be... Hopping with bunnies and other furry little friends. Oh, cute. Food and fun from the AHS Popcorn Park that are eagerly awaiting forever homes. Oh, so you like to bring a little bunny or a little cat or whatever your deal is. AHSCares.org for more information. All there right. You go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on the Friendly Neighborhood CBB, your community bulletin board on the boss. I'm going to say congrats to uh, Brett. Let's get around to Brett from Manahawkin. He's calling number 10. He just picked up tickets out of the boss ticket window. Go see Foreigner with Loverboy PNC Bank Art Center. What is this? You, uh, is this he collects our trash because he comes through uh, mm. Neptune by Boss HQ? What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> not, your, not your trash. You recycle. I don't really look. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't can, think I want to know. No, I can't imagine anything too weird. I can tell you once we had a party here late at night, we threw away all the bottles. I would have gone to recycling. <laughs> that would have, but I didn't hear it. Oh, all right. We don't, don't tell the boss we did that. He's not supposed to know what we were up to in the conference room after hours. Ash, between you and me. All right, but well, then it. enjoy the show, Brett. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Congratulations. You just uh, you keep things uh, close between you and your recycle man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for waking up with us here. 1071 The Boss. And time for hashtag mom. We check those socials every morning right around this time, about 7.20 and 9.20. We hear from moms, sometimes from dads, yeah, sometimes from grandmoms, often from moms that got a whole litter of kids. They're working two other jobs. They got a lot going on in their mm-hmm. life, and they find these little curiosities, and we search for them. You put that little hashtag, that's how we find them, and we share them just like this. Megan Collier said, at bedtime, my kid told me he was as thirsty as a hippo who never, ever had any water. <laughs> And now I need to call Milton Bradley with a new game idea. <laughs> thirsty, thirsty hippos. I see what you did there. At Christabel Arena said, parenting means not saying anything when your kid squirts half a bottle of dish soap onto the sponge to wash one dish because it's rare and you don't want to scare them away. Uh, if I made that mistake myself, you got to be very careful how much you squirt out because it makes a lot of bubbles. It does make a lot, it makes of, a lot of bubbles. And if you're just washing one dish. I, mean, I know, but I always overestimate how much I need to squirt to get the bubbles going. But just like children, I'm always very grateful when you wash wash your one dish sure and then i've got the uh, i've got the anxiety that if i'm watching a, a glass or a coffee mug because there's a kind of my up. little thing right if i put too much and i don't get all the bubbles on it there more and the next time i drink it it's going to give me the runs <laughs> you don't want you don't want that to happen from drinking dish soap you know what i'm saying is that what happens if you drink i don't want to well if you mind. drink never the mind. soap it would probably upset your stomach and you'd have to get rid of it you know it's got to come out the other end i guess and you're, you're pooping suds all right too much at blender betty said <laughs> these are the things that stress me out i legitimately worry about these things she said take your kids to a new place to visit lots of things to see so they can complain about the snacks in the hotel <laughs> every time terrible snacks in the hotel. terrible snacks hashtag mom god fashion every morning seven twenty nine twenty seven in you might hear yours right here Oh, good. Time once again for Tipsy or Toddler. The often imitated, never duplicated <laughs> Tipsy or Toddler, this by the true, way. true, yes. I imagine it came to my attention. There are some other shows out there doing variations of this. Mm-hmm. What they call it? Little Kid or Drunk Adult? Yes. I think it's what the other shows yeah. or other show call it. You know who you are. You know what you did. <laughs> They're nowhere near here. It's okay. So we line up these phone callers, <laughs> and they have crazy stories. We say, look, narrow it down, prepare the story, and mm-hmm. then try and fool us, and we try and figure it out. You can play along at home or in the car, wherever you are. Right. Did this crazy thing, this outlandish story, and most of them are just gross, right? They're kind of just, ugh. Yeah. 
Yeah. It happened when they were a little kid or when they were drunk. Mm-hmm. I see why the other show calls it that. We've chosen tipsy or toddler. That's right. Because I like alliteration. You do. And it's my show. I get to, well, it's our show. But So here we are. <laughs> Line number one, this is Daisy. Hi, when I pooped my pants while the vehicle phone with strangers. You pooped your pants what? The vehicle phone with strangers. Oh. Mm. Um, I'm going to say you were... Pooped your pants in a vehicle with strangers. Yeah, that sounds like a toddler thing to do. I'm just going to, for the sake of it, I'm going to say drunk adult. She's out <laughs> drinking with some friends. They brought some friends. And, and the next thing you know, car. that's right. The next thing you know, you should have worn Depends. I was a drunk adult. Wow. Oh. <laughs> My husband had just left me for another woman oh. and kicked me out of our house. Oh, my and gosh. And I was on a 22-hour-long ride on a bus heading back to my hometown. Uh. I crap my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and because the bathroom wasn't working, so, uh, yeah, I just started crying because I felt like my life couldn't get any worse. Wow. Two minutes later, the bus broke down and the back was in Georgia, so. Wow. Oh, my gosh, you poor thing. Well, I'm glad everything seems to have turned around that you've got time to talk to us now, Daisy. I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the toilet's not working a 22-hour bus ride. Yeah, that's insane. Come on, Greyhound. They, they, yeah, I demand my money back. That's crazy. Good grief. Let's go to line three. I burnt my eyebrow off with a candle. Believe it or not, oh. you probably believe it, not the first uh, burn off my eyebrow story we've ever heard here on Tipsy or Toddler. Yeah. I'm going to say she was a little kid. Oh, this is tough. I've almost done this several times as an adult, so... I don't know that I've ever lit a candle without burning my thumb trying to use a cigarette lighter. you got to get those big ones. you got to get the big lighters yeah. for the candles. I'm going to say you were a drunk adult. You were you were tipsy. All right. I was a drunk adult. Wow. I didn't have any tweezers, and I was going oh. on a date, and oh. I was getting ready. I decided to have several whiskey shots, and uh, that's when I got the great idea to try to trim my eyebrows with a candle. And I ended up burning off my entire left eyebrow. Wow. <laughs> so I had to cancel my date. Well, that's good. You probably should, after drinking whiskey, you probably shouldn't be on a date anyway. You did that on purpose? You put a candle up to your face on purpose? Well, she's drinking. <sighs> she's a drunk adult. She's tipsy. Don't ever tweeze your eyebrows when you're tipsy. Yeah. Don't ever put a candle anywhere near your body when sure. you're drinking. Those are just two rules of drinking. So. And certainly don't go out. <laughs> After you've burnt your eyebrow off. Yeah, no, don't do that. But if you're going to go out, that's fine. Don't try to tweeze your eyebrows after you've had a drink. I can't even believe you'd attempt to do that. What are you doing? I just think uh, if you're that nervous about the date, (laughs) probably should just stay home and watch some Netflix, you know? Maybe stay home. This is Tipsy or Tyler. Let's try line four. I bawled my eyes out heading back to the cruise ship after seeing all the stray dogs in the street of the city we had stopped in. Oh, oh I pulled your eyes out. You must have been a little kid. Yeah, I'm going to guess you were a little kid. No, but you know I what? I changed be- my answer. She's drunk. They went out. They get off the cruise ship. They're checking out the uh, port. And then she starts to get hysterical because she's had a little bit to drink. She's Her inhibitions have been loosened. Maybe. I'm going to say she was a, a toddler, right. though. I don't know. I was a drunk
just as fast as it begins, it comes to an end. Yeah. That reminds me of that scene in uh, Wedding Crashers there with the balloon animal and oh, yeah. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. I'm going to make it for you. I don't want to, but I'm going to. <laughs> make it for me, clown. <laughs> Tipsy or toddler. Here's a guy you haven't seen in the movies in a while. Vince Vaughn. Where's he been, huh? He done yeah, that, really. I think he was on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm maybe yeah, a season or so ago, but he I haven't seen that. him do a movie in a while. No, I haven't either. They were talking about a sequel to Wedding Crashers. Remember we had Jane Seymour on and we mm-hmm. asked her about that and she said, I've heard it, but I'm not in it. So, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's been directing. I know he did do some directing in the past, so maybe, I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't seen him in a while. We happen to be, mm-hmm. uh, because remember we were talking about Peter Pan yesterday, Joe? We happen to yes. be uh, talking about The Haunted Mansion. There's another Disney movie that's coming out later this year that's based on the ride. Now, there was an Eddie Murphy movie uh, a number of years ago, but this is a new one. Rosario Dawson is a star. Owen Wilson, speaking of Wedding Crashers, is also uh, in the uh, Haunted Mansion movie that comes out in June. So there's a bunch of them that are looking uh, for this weekend. You get the uh, opening of Creed. Creed 3. Oh, that's going to be good. People are excited mm. about that. And, Joe, your favorite movie is back out in limited re-release which is for its uh, this would be its 80th anniversary for Casablanca. Oh, I'd love. You know, I've never seen that in the theater. I'd love to see that in a theater on a big screen. Rochelle and I went to see it at the IMAX a couple of years ago, yeah. and it was very special. So if you can, uh, I don't know if there's a theater around here. There probably is. It's showing it. That might be a good one. Also, it was Scream Part Six without <laughs> Nev Campbell. Also out this weekend. Enough already. Scream is a guy with the funny mask, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, with the big white mask who calls the house and makes That's threats right. and then comes and chases them around the house. Do you want to play a game? That's a different movie. Oh, is that a different horror movie? <laughs> a different one. I don't do those horror movies. You know, but. It's funny that uh, what is it? Progressive one of the car insurance co- ones. Where the four teenagers are running around and they go and they hide and. <laughs> Let's jump in the running car. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I think I've told you we watched that Blacklist show. We've been uh, binging it. It's back uh, for a new season this week, but we're still trying to catch up. And how many times we're watching that show, Row, do I say, just shoot the guy. Yeah. Why are you letting him run away? Don't trust him to, to do the right thing. He's a bad guy. <laughs> oh, man. I'd be the worst FBI agent. I'd just be shooting everybody. Yeah. It's you, an Indiana Jones, the first Indiana Jones movie when the guy's there with the sword. Oh, goes, yeah. boom, 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 boom. <laughs> then Indiana Jones just take the gun out. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That'd be Robbie all the time. I no. just get so upset. They just, they trust the criminals. What are you doing? But they're trusting them. They're supposed to be FBI agents. They're not just supposed to go in there and shoot everybody. I mean, I understand. <laughs> That's not but how it works. <laughs> and they need to fill the 60-minute episode. I understand right, that. But. Right, right. Uh, side note here, I got a note uh, this morning, an email. Uh-oh. There's a guy, uh, Jagir Patel. I know he's just looking for a free plug, but I'll go ahead and do it because we can take all the listeners we can get. He is sure. the manager of a brand new Quidoba. Quidoba Mexican Grill Q-doba. just opened a Qdoba. Yes. Qdoba Mexican Grill just opened a location in Manalapan on Monday uh, between the Panera and the uh, Mattress Firm on Route 9. And he said, uh, I would appreciate you letting your listeners know. So it doesn't, didn't say he was listening there, but hopefully he is, and hopefully uh, we pick up some new fans. At the uh, Qdoba. So welcome to a uh, brand new business here in the Great Garden State. Awesome. Throw Qdoba, that out there for you. Qdoba's uh, guac is fantastic. Well, there you go. Really? Oh, there you so go. good. Yes. So, so listen, uh, Jaguar, we'd be happy to be the spokespeople for your little uh, Mexican restaurant. So oh, let, yeah. You can pay me in guac. Yeah, you franchise yourself. <laughs> if you franchise Qdoba, you can then franchise your Robbie, Rochelle, and Joe. We'd be yeah, happy to do go. it for you. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How about it? You know, oh, never mind. I was going to be mean. I decided not to be. <laughs> I just... <laughs> what do you mean? You just... <laughs> Mean how? What do you mean? No, not mean. I was just going to say, you know, now you got a free plug. Now let's uh, let's pony up and get on the station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not mean. Spend some money. Get on here. That's Which reminds mean. me, I don't mean to get on a whole side tangent. This is uh, uh, a whole, but uh, you remember we were uh, yucking it up for our buddy Mark Montanero, who we love up yes. at Autoland, Yeah, right? love Mark. Yeah, right. I sent him uh, the audio of that. I sent him the tape Uh-oh. from the show. I heard nothing Whatever. back. So I'm like, Mark, where, is he on vacation or something? I figure he might well, take a winter vacation, no. but where is no, he? He might. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not really a really close with him but i mean he's uh he's busy. He, you know he yeah he yeah he gets sometimes he does that he goes radio silent for a little while but he, he's you know he's 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 a great guy we love him i just hope i didn't upset him by talking about his business on the show here we were kind of well, well no and we 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 nailed what we were saying i mean he just gets very um, uh, particular about what people say uh. You know, he he wants it to be exactly. You know, and I that hey, listen, that's why he's so successful. Sure. Uh, so he probably was not happy with you and I just singing his jingle. That was <laughs> so. Maybe that's why I haven't gotten an email back yet. Yeah, no, 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 I think that's fine. Don't All worry right. about it. Okay. So- 
Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss on 99.7 FM, anywhere in the free boss app, 1071theboss.com. A lot of ways to listen. Thanks, as always, for listening. A lot of questions about Mr. Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. We've been talking for a while now about uh, Springsteen suite tickets. The Boss has bought out one of the suites at the Prue Center in Newark, April 14th, for Bruce's uh, first show back in Jersey. I know he's announced some others at uh, MetLife Stadium, and I'm yes. sure we'll work to get some tickets for you for those, too. But the big deal coming up April 14th, we got a big suite. We want to get you in the suite with us. All your uh, favorite boss jocks will be there as well. Mm-hmm. So people say, when do I win? How do I win? Here's the deal. First pair of tickets for you to win. These are Again, these are suite passes. I, sh- I say tickets. You know, that's just, those are regular concert tickets. Right, right. These are suite passes. Yes. Starting Monday. You'll hear the Springsteen Sweet Song of the Day. One time between 9 and 5 when that song plays. Mm. Be the 10th caller. Matter of fact, I think we're making it at the 107th caller. Caller 107. Oh, really? Or 107 won the boss. Because he's like $6,000. Oh, I know. You know for the I know. Like three grand to 2500 apiece or something like that. Uh, you win them starting Monday and then all through the week. And also a chance to win up to $1,000 a week from tomorrow, next Friday. That's awesome. So it's Bruce and the Big Bucks all next week. Springsteen Sweet Song of the Day. First time to hear it and win Monday from Jersey's 1071, The Boss. You win your Springsteen Sweet tickets and your free money. Jersey's free money station, too, no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of questions. I was reading a story this morning from the National Association of Broadcasters. Joe, you know who I'm talking about, the NAB? NAB, yes. They're opposing the uh, Federal Trade Commission is working to eliminate non-compete contracts all across the country, not just for radio and TV people. And this is very common, where if you work for a group, they don't want you to go work for the other radio station. And so they uh, they have you sign these things, and they're they're opposed to it. They think that you should be able, you should be forced to sign uh, non-compete if you work as uh, as a radio person. But again, this is a all sorts of companies. I was say, do this, is this right? just in broadcasting? No, okay. this is this is across the board. I'm just saying, yeah. as far as it relates to weasels like us, the NAB is not right. on our side when it comes to these interesting these uh, non competes. This morning, I thought that was uh, a little crazy. Well, it's not surprising. I have a friend who is an accountant at a kind of high level place, yeah. and they have to do the same thing. They have to sign a non compete because they obviously don't want them to go over to the other accounting yeah. firm and start making them money and bring them clients. So I think right. that that pertains to a lot of industries, not just ours, but of course they're going to be against it because they don't. Well, they, the NAB is supposed to be on the side of, uh, you know, lowly DJs like us, not on the side of these big uh, corporate conglomerates. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> this happened with our uh, hairdresser. You remember we were going yes. to, we found her about a year ago. We're going to yeah. her and all of a sudden she goes, I'm quitting and I'm going to another place. First, mm-hmm. I'm taking a vacation. Then you come see me again. Yeah. And I said, how does she get away with this? You think, you know, she can steal all her clients from this one salon, go to another. Yeah. So like I say, this happens in all different kinds of businesses. Interesting. But. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting when you go into a new job for the first time. I remember starting in radio and having to sign. I've never had to sign a non-compete with Somewhere. Yes, you have. Well, starting in in radio, the first time I had to sign it, it was very intimidating because I just was thinking, wait, so you're telling me that if I want to leave here, you can't do it. I can't go and work somewhere else in this industry. I have to do, I have to wait. I mean, what do you do while you wait? Well, exactly. That's why I think it's crazy the NAB isn't on our side on this. Let let me ask you an even uh, nuttier question How would you feel signing a non compete in a relationship? Meaning what? In a romantic relationship. That I couldn't date somebody within the same vicinity yeah. or that you... Well, all of the above. There's uh, law firms now taking up, and I have one of them right here. We could post this if you want. It's called a relationship contract, and it appears to be a legal document, not unlike those you would sign to work for a company or something. But this is uh, used between two people. I guess it's kind of like a prenup, okay, but only for but people that for are dating. dating. I, I guess it could uh, have to do with a marriage. But it says, we agree not to uh, harm each other. We agree that... Uh, we're going to make each other happy. Um, oh. We agree if one partner well, asks to move in that? together, um, we'll give the other partner a minimum of so many days before making a decision. Um, we oh, agree to uh, making love at minimum of three times a week. Wow. We agree that presents are mandatory. Birthdays, Valentine's Day, Christmas, Hanukkah, if mutually agreed, anniversaries, yes, no. It's a whole, it's like so a, a legal agreement. Yeah. agreement. And we agree that for up to six months after breaking up, we will not date anybody in our circle of friends. So it's like a non-compete oh. for... <laughs> is that weird? It it is, but yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't sign that. I don't know. I think it takes when, the mystery out of it. It, yeah. it does. It takes the mystery. You're like, well, we have to do this three times a week, so I guess it's Saturday. Right. We better get to it. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess it depends on the terms. I don't hate though. You can't date anyone in my circle of friends. 
Yeah, or sh- you can't contact can't, me. Can't That'd be great. People just agree on these things. As no, people? because once you, if you break up, if something happens and you break up, there's no <laughs> agreeing on anything. So if you have a legal document, just like if you leave a job, yeah. I, I suppose I understand. See, I feel icky about the whole prenup and all of that. You know, I know, especially rich people do this all the time, but I don't. I, don't know, I feel icky about it. Yeah. I, I, I'm just laughing about the mandatory three times a week thing. <laughs> <laughs> you better get that blue pill if you can't pull it off, big guy. Oh, my God. I think I'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll wipe Joe Nolan right out. He can't be doing I'm that. Done. I'm done. I can't even move. <laughs> this is somewhat uh, similar. It reminds me years ago. I remember I had a buddy of mine that sent an invoice when he broke up with the girl. And he said her invoice for all these things. I bought you dinner this many times. He invoiced her for like four hundred dollars. You're kidding? Yeah, I mean no, she didn't pay him, but he was he was so furious about how she dumped him that he sent her an Let invoice. Let me tell you something. That's awesome. Isn't that That's great? Funny. That's awesome. <laughs> that is very funny. I was fantastic. Send an invoice. That's great. Just oh, for your own satisfaction, you know it's not yeah. going to get paid. But like, how yeah, good does that paid, feel? But, to- oh yeah, <laughs> that's a point. All this Dead. stuff out. <laughs> Just for the record, Joe would be dead. <laughs> you witch. <laughs> We get a lot of uh, direct messages on our Facebook page. So we don't get right back to you or we just give you a little thumbs up or whatever. I just want to make sure you know we appreciate you reaching out. Thank you so much for following us. Yes. On all the socials, we are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio. I sound like I'm being insincere, but I really do mean that. No, it's true. Because I hear myself say things and it sounds like I'm just saying it, but I really mean it. Thank you. For, and we read them all. We Every really do. one of them. And sometimes we, uh, you know, you got to listen because we shout you out. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a lady, Jill, I think her name was, wrote in yesterday and I mentioned that she uh, accidentally sent us a complaint. <laughs> It was it's for so News 12, great. not for us. And then she went, oh, sorry. I just, I so clicked great. on you by mistake because she had emailed us about something else. So anyhow, thank you for following us. We appreciate that. If you have other complaints you want to send for other people just so that I can read it, I'm sure. totally fine with that. I love reading that kind of stuff. Go ahead and send a complaint for us. Yeah, that's fine Believe me, Rochelle will send you up. Bye. Uh, yeah, I will. You get us on all the, uh, <laughs> wherever you get your podcasts or right at 1071theboss.com too. You listen to all the shows on demand right there. Right on the Robbie and Rochelle morning page. All right, here we go. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five, five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. As usual, which would make sense, we count down and start at number five. There's an Australian woman accused of trying to run over her boyfriend with the car after he asked for one of her french fries and it oh. took one. Here's the boyfriend, Matthew Finn. Luckily, he's okay. I asked for a chip out of a uh, half chicken and chips salad pack she had. I thought she was finished. Yeah, I shouldn't have asked for the chip. Yeah. <laughs> Man, she's beating him down, hasn't she? Wow. wow. I should not have asked. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not the victim. I'm the problem. Poor guy. I just wanted a french fry and my girlfriend ran me over. Oh my gosh. Luckily, I feel so okay. bad for him. Strangers is I didn't realize they had french fries. I understand they call them chips there. But they I've seen the video. They look like french fries as we would well, eat that's here. They, that's what they call them, though. They call just didn't them realize chips. they had french fries at all in Australia. You wouldn't think that, you know? <laughs> they have McDonald's in Australia. I don't know why you don't think they would have I don't know. Fries. I just figured they had, like, kangaroo fries or Ew, something. Oh, no. Oh, some shrimp on the bobby and a french fry. There's potatoes everywhere. Come oh, I like a happy meal, mate. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I wanted to do my Australian that's, accent. That's what you wanted. Poorly. Number four, Brendan Fraser. All the Oscar buzz about the whale. Yes. Coming up for a next Next weekend, he uh, was being interviewed, said he choked out while he was filming a scene for the movie The Mummy. You remember The Mummy? Oh, of course. I, get, I haven't seen any of those. but he You gets, really? No, he gets hung at one point in prison. Okay. And he said they used a real rope, and he thought it'd be fine, and he ended up getting choked up, passed out from being choked. Oh, my God. And the stunt coordinator had previously worked with Mel Gibson when they were filming Braveheart, said the same thing happened to Mel. They're doing a scene of him being hung. Oh, my gosh. And he choked out. Yeah. You know, on movie sets, stuff can go very, very wrong. <laughs> Looking at you, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Rochelle throwing shade on you, I'm, Mr. I'm B. I'm just saying, I'm glad that everything was okay because yeah. they used all kinds of stuff in that movie. So that could have been really bad. Brendan Fraser is doing just fine. Yes, he is. I think about this from time to time, though, when you hear that a star is doing their, an actor, any actor yeah, is doing their, their, stunt. their stunt. Mm-hmm. I think to myself, now, if I'm on set and they're saying you're going to do this, I'm going to go, right. But it's fake. It's not. You're not going to actually yeah. electrocute me, right? Oh, yeah. Well, we are, but it'll be fine because this is a set. It's a controlled environment. I'm like, right? But what if you do <laughs> electrocute me? You know what I mean? Like, do you, you probably have your agent with you at all times to say, "My client will not be doing." This. Excuse me. My client refuses to be electrocuted for this movie. Luckily, they have like twenty million in the bank account, so if something does happen, they can rest easy when they're. They well, get listen, home if it that burns night. the hair off your ass, there's nothing twenty million is going to buy. You. What are you going to get ass implant? I guess you can. Yeah. You can't. Ass follicle implants. That's right. <laughs> Why well, would you? Why would you want to put hair back on your ass? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, as usual, you raise good points. 
and good luck on the Oscar, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> now, anybody that's listening right now is going to see Brendan Fraser at the Oscars in a couple. They're going to see him win the Academy Award, and they're going to think, remember when Robbie and Rochelle talked about him burning his ass hair? Good luck, Brendan Fraser. Number three, this is strange. Savannah Guthrie gets rushed off the set of the Today Show. I had missed this the other day. Did you see the video of this? No, She's I She's in the see middle it. of a segment, and they enter the, the PA, the guy with the you know the earpiece behind yeah, the camera yeah. comes around and says, you know, come with us. Miss Guthrie pulls her off the set, and then a minute later, they cut to Al Roker, who goes, oh, it turns out Savannah's got the COVID, so she's off the show. The middle of the segment. How did that happen? Apparently, they test them multiple times throughout the course of the morning. Can you imagine they're just sitting there like, hang on, we got to test you every couple of minutes? That seems very strange. There's some- Something what is more going there. on there? Because yeah. a COVID test, I mean, even the rapid test, they take a few minutes, but why would, are you doing that during every break? Or I why guess so. Would this you apparently happened uh, before on the Today Show, but it wasn't during a segment. But wow. the minute she came back positive for COVID, they just pulled her off the set and threw her onto the 30 Rock. Well, I hope she's okay. I mean, now listen, even if she came in and she's coughing, hacking, saying, I haven't tested negative, but I don't feel good, right. then they test her and it turns out an hour later. I yeah. mean, I guess I could say, but you're testing multiple times throughout the show. Doesn't That's that seem very biz- weird? Yeah, there's got to be more to that story. Absolutely. Also, Hoda has been uh, missing since February 17th, and fans have got all kinds of conspiracies as to what's going on there. I read about that, and it said that she's got some family health issues going on. So uh. they, they didn't give specifics, but there's something going on in her family. Somebody's health is right, not good. It's right. not that she's dating somebody and no. got fired like those other people on Good Morning America, right? So far, they haven't put out a statement saying that, but you never know. Yeah. You never know. You never know. <laughs> One minute, you're interviewing Rachel Ray. The next minute, you're being escorted off the set. Dragged out. By a guy in black with a... <laughs> Earpiece. We're going to move Miss Guthrie out of here. Number two, here's a list of little things that all people say make them irrationally angry. Oh, And when I say all, this means uh, more than 90% of people in a uh, Reddit survey. Okay. When the sensor on the paper towel dispenser doesn't work or the sink Mm. or the soap. Yes. I find the most trouble comes with the soap. I don't know what it is about the soap, but you got to wave your hand a certain way. You're doing magic tricks, mm-hmm. you know? Like yeah. You're doing Willie in the hand jive trying to get the, the soap thing the to soap work. The soap makes me crazy, but I have to say the paper towel really makes me nuts, especially if there's not a hand dryer there. No. Because then you're just walking out and your hands are soaked. And it, I'm not going to wipe it on my pants. So I just, <laughs> I just, I feel stupid sitting there waving, waving. And there's somebody behind you now. And now I'm getting stressed out because I can't get it to work. It's just a very stressful Most situation. Most of the uh, electric uh, hand dryers, the, well, of course, they're all electric. Right. Most the hand dryers, the, you know, the, you wave your hand yes. at a public restroom. They're terrible. They don't do a good job. There's a couple models that do a great job. Yeah, yeah. But most of them do a terrible job. Then the other thing is, especially in speaking of COVID in this world we live in, I like to grab a paper towel and I use it too. to open the door. Yeah. And then I just throw it on the floor. I don't, I don't care. I, I don't understand that. Well, what am I going to do? Bring it with me? That, there's like a trash right there. Not always. Not always. So if they want also, to put it right there, then I will throw why it away. Why you use your arm or something to open the door? Why do you have to use the door? If it's door? not a swing door, if it's a handle door, you got to use your hand. Just lock your arm in there and pull it up. You know what I should do is wait for a guy to finish peeing and be like, hey, can you open the door for me? <laughs> Don't <laughs> do that. away from me. Don't do that. Hey, how are you? Can't open the door, you know, so. He's going to punch you when you just throw the paper towel on the ground like a savage. Number two on that list, people who don't pick up after their dogs at the park. Ah. Definitely, or anywhere. We have we live in a complex where people don't pick up all the time, and no. it's disgusting. Yeah, I'm not sure that's all from dogs. We get some gross people. <laughs> <laughs> we got a big fella lives on the third floor. It's a fun night. Bonus story for you. Dictionary.com has just added 313 new words and terms. They include digital nomad, nearly wed. Nearly wed. My picture should be in the dictionary. Yeah, you were that, nearly huh? wed a lot. Petfluencer. I like that. That's cute. We, yeah, we follow a lot of those people that, uh, you know, products they try out on their puppies and we stuff. We try to make the... Rick a pet fluencer, but nobody wanted to follow no him. No one's influenced by him. He just like, lays there. He's like, I don't want my cat to look like that. <laughs> Poor Rick. How about this? Cakeage. There's something called a cakeage fee. This is when you bring your own cake, you know, like a banquet oh, hall. If you're throwing like a yes. baby shower, that kind of thing. Yep. There's a cakeage fee. <laughs> They'll get you for everything. You know, me and Rick, this was, all of this is cakeage. That's what it is. <laughs> See all this hanging over my belt? Cakeage. I'm going to start charging you to a fee. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, here's a few things to look forward to in March, according to a, a survey of Twitter users. Okay. You know, they do that little thing where you click one and then they show right. you how everybody else voted. Right, right. They picked daylight savings time, which mm. is happening next weekend, as I think people are most excited about in March. I understand, but if you wake up early in the morning, you hate daylight yeah. savings time. I do have to say, the last couple of days, the sun has been rising just a little bit on our drive-in, and yeah. it is very pretty, and I do think it'll be easier to wake up when the sun is, but losing that hour of sleep sure. is just awful. It's yeah. awful. Well, you'll make it up in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thanks for your sympathy. There's also the Oscars, March Madness, uh-huh. and Ted Lasso is coming oh, back. People okay. love that show. I'd yeah, like to punch do. that Jason Sudeikis in the face. Why? I don't know. I don't like him. I think I'm on Team Olivia on this one. Really? I like her, I like her better with the Harry Styles kid. They broke up too. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's over. She breaks up with everybody. Well, then, I've lost interest in the whole story. Okay. Thursday, world-famous <laughs> celebrity birthday file. Luke Combs, the country singer, he celebrates today. James Arthur, the folk singer, yes. he celebrates today. Do we care about any of these people? I don't know. Olivia Wilde, Luke Holmes, don't care about any of these. Reggie Bush, 38 today. Uh, Robert Iller, he played AJ on The Sopranos. He's 38. Wow. Ben Roethlisberger from The Steelers, 41. Bryce Dallas Howard, that's Ron's daughter. She's 42. Rebel Wilson, stinky Chris Martin from Coldplay. (laughs) Daniel Craig, John Bon Jovi. Oh, well, see, there's one we care about. Good morning, John. He's 61 today. Lorraine Newman from the original Saturday Night Live. Mikhail Gorbachev. I thought he died. Is Gorbachev alive? I don't know. Might have been Boris probably... Yeltsin that died. Because I'm a little jumpy because I screwed one up yesterday. Uh, we mentioned uh, there's a big Seuss event going on this weekend at the Brunswick oh, Square yeah. Mall. Today is the anniversary of Dr. Seuss's birthday. Oh, love that. He was born this day of 1904, as was Lou Reed, Karen Carpenter from the Carpenters, and Desi Arnaz. Lucy, Lucy, what am I going to do with you? <laughs> Ricky! <laughs> it's National Read Across America Day, National Egg McMuffin Day, and National King Kong Day. It's the 90th anniversary of King Kong having its world premiere at Radio City Music Hall. And Gorbachev did die last year. I August was going to say, <laughs> I thought the Gorbachev was dead. He's gone. We never did figure out what that weird thing on his head was. No. <laughs> and now he's dead. Wow. So there's that. Now he's beyond room temperature. He died a couple of years ago. But yeah, Gorby's yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. I don't know if you caught that yesterday, but we had the guy from Hogan's Heroes, Robert Clary. I had yeah. one source say he was alive, another one said he was dead, and we had someone text us in and say, I think he died. So I got a little jumpy on some of these guys over ninety because you get uh you know, Yeah, you never know. They don't have publicists anymore or whatever the deal is. And yeah. It's hard to know for sure. <laughs> I find uh you ever watch those reruns of I Love Lucy? I find those to be very stressful. I know a lot, of, a lot of people find I Love Lucy to be like comfort food, you know, but I, she stresses me out. She's she's very hyper. Oh, yeah. She's hyper. I like the shows without Desi better. Remember, she, remember Joe, what were those other ones? There was uh, Here's Lucy, The Lucy Show, Here's Life Lucy, with Lucy. Yeah. Remember, she had a bunch of other ones. Those are bad. The two of them together make me nervous. I think it's the best thing ever. I just love watching it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so funny. funny. And they hold up, too. That's the thing. You know, it's like the Honeymooners. Those things hold up. Yeah, because it's it's a it's a it's just great story, well written, well acted, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and you and you what like that one honeymooners when the mother in law comes in and <laughs> and he has the alarm clock and it goes off and he's you are a blabbermouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another funny one. Remember they do that uh, him and uh, Norton do that to Hucklebuck dance. That's funny too. Yeah, but then the golf one too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello, bull. <laughs> I mean. Yes. Absolutely hilarious stuff. It's amazing. There's only 30 episodes, and it's still, you know, all these years later, people are still talking about that show. I think uh, Pix 11 plays like uh, every night at midnight, right? They run an hour of it. Uh, I know on Friday or Saturday, because sometimes sometimes I'm upstairs, I just turn it on. Sure. (laughs) It's Saturday night, 11 o'clock, turn it on just to watch it. But uh, (laughs) it's it's because some of them are just priceless. A lot of them are just, you know, okay. But uh, just great, great old television. You know what should have happened? There should have been a Fred and Ethel show. Now, that would have been a funny show, because Fred... Oh, they I, hated each other, didn't they? I, the actors, I think, did in real life, but Fred is just... He's the best part of the show. I love uh, yeah. Fred Mertz. He's just so miserable. He's my favorite. Yeah, but I think in real life, they hated each other. Yeah. Well, I think the uh, the bottle of booze he had in his pocket at all times probably contributed to that. Well, hey, you know, from what I read. you got to get through life somehow. you got to do I mean? it. <laughs> got to do it. Here we go into it. It's He Said. Yeah. She Said. Robbie and Rochelle. We had a story about uh, New Jersey, number two in the country for students trying to use the uh, the new AI technology on their phone or on the computer. Have the mm-hmm. thing. Uh, it's amazing. It can. In, it's intuitive enough to write a paper for you or to figure out a math problem for you. And I guess this is becoming a thing where students will will cheat, right? Uh, so anyway, it got us thinking this morning back to uh, school days. And we were talking about uh, not only, well, I'm sure, I don't even want to know if Lola's ever cheated on a test. I certainly hope not, because mm. she's a wily kid like that. She's very smart, but. she's Yeah, I don't know that. She's ever cheated, but she did uh, disclose to us that she's got a little hustle going on. It's a we're, big hustle. She's making, like, a lot of money. She's making about, what, 25 bucks a week? Yes. Doing what now? She's has this certain class where they have to make videos on the computer, mm-hmm. and she's very good at photo editing. She does all those TikToks and CapCut and whatever, okay. and she's charging kids 
to do their homework, basically, to do their mm. videos for the class. So you don't need the AI. You just go right to Lola. She'll do it for you for twenty for a, sm- for a small fee, for convenience she, fee here. She did disclose to her teacher that she was doing this. Now, I don't know what she Come said. Come on, the teacher said that's all right listen, to take money from another kid? My guess is she said she was helping them. Didn't mm-hmm. say she was doing it. Right. I'm sure she guess. left out that she was getting paid. And that she was getting... Mm-hmm. I'm sure she did not say that. But she's got... <laughs> she came up to me the other day and she's got this wad of cash. <laughs> it's like, where did you get all of this cash? She's like, oh, well, the kids in class are paying me. She's in front of the uh, the House Congressional Committee. It's like, did you, sir, or did you not what? take money for... Well, I did disclose. I just didn't say I was getting paid for it. So. <laughs> Joe, you think back to school. Was there some sort of like black market deal where you were... You know, the kids were selling oh, in college this college all the time. Oh, oh yeah, he used to be able to buy papers all the time. There was a, a if you, but the thing was, was <laughs> you just hope nobody else did. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a you have a professor and you give him a paper and go, boy, this is familiar. Mm-hmm. You know, and he goes back and he lo- and he <laughs> realizes that he's had it gotten it five other times. But um, but yeah, oh yeah, that was around. That's been around forever. Doing that, I did that one time back in high school. I wrote a paper for uh, Marianne. <laughs> and and the English teacher saw it, got it, and he he's walking down the hallway and he sees me and he goes, Mister Nolan, goes, yes sir. <laughs> he says, uh, I was very very impressed with Miss Fitzgerald's uh, uh, knowledge of Beowulf. And I went, really? He goes, yeah. And I said, well, I've been tutoring her. He says, yes. And the writing style was very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you were tutoring him. her every single day. I'm sure. And I looked at him and I'm like, and I'm like come on. So, you know, he, but anyway, he knew, but he just let it, he didn't care. But, um, you know, I mean, she was a freshman. He, Beowulf, who cares? You but, know nothing you know. about Beowulf. I used to oh, have now, a teacher. I, I barely remember oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's tough. I used to have a teacher that would sell candy bars and Gatorade out yep. of his, his classroom. And I never thought, when I was in school, when I was in high school, I loved it because I was like, great, I can get a Kit Kat bar and a, and yep. a Gatorade. But now as I've gotten older, I'm like, this is how he retired. Yeah, he's like a vending machine. Oh, yeah. Two bucks yep. a Gatorade and a dollar a candy. And he would buy, you know, those huge boxes you get from Costco with the big king-size candy bar. Yeah. And they'd be gone every single day. The The box was gone. If My, you got uh, there past two o'clock, there was no candy left. <laughs> every day. My, <laughs> you see, my hoodlum friend, uh, Frankie, who I talk about, used to uh, sell girly magazines to the other boys in the class. I don't know where he got them. I think they, he might have stolen them from his dad or something. They stole them from somebody. But yeah. I remember that. And this is uh, this is probably, today, this would be, he'd be expelled to be a crime, right? Yeah. But I remember we went on this uh, trip to these cabins, and he took a picture of one of the boys that a bunch of the girls had a crush on in the shower and sold, no. it, sold it to one of the girls, a picture of the kid's butt. Absolutely true. Frankie was quite the hoodlum. Yeah, that's absolutely like that's probably a felony, right? Absolutely, yeah, that's sort of illegal. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Well, the kid posed for it, so I don't know. Oh, well, it's different if you had consent. Well, no, yeah, no, because if they're underage, I mean, everybody was like 12, 13 oh, well, yeah, years that's old. True, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, well, oh, 13, what? Yeah, they're kids. Oh, that's this that's is horrible. Isn't that up? horrible? Why, it's, it's I thought kid. you were in college. No, no, no. This is, oh, that's horrible. Well, you know what? To be fair, Frankie did go to jail either way. Frankie so. did end up in jail later on. But, <laughs> oh, well, then, you know. <laughs> but not for that. So you think back to school. Something kids used to sell at school. They run a little black market operation out of the school. What was it? 732-774-4444. 774-4444. Call, text, Facebook. It's on our way this morning. She said. She said. Pretty insane answers. Weren't sure where this would go. We are talking about kids cheating, whether it's uh, on Tessa, that sort of thing, or, you know, selling answers. Is, and it got us down a whole rabbit hole here. Black market operations kids had <laughs> when they were in school. Think back to school. And I think there's probably more shenanigans happening years ago than kids were able oh, to get yeah. away with today. Yeah. The world we live in really has changed, you know? Yeah. So was, you remember back, there's kids selling anything. Maybe it was you. At school, making a little cash off their fellow students. Text from 0493 said, I used to actually run a pick'em football pool back in seventh <laughs> grade. person who picked the most correct teams would win that week. Fantastic. <laughs> little office football pool. Nothing wrong sure, with that. Sure, except you're in seventh except grade. Except you're in seventh grade. It's just but, gambling. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Step 5858 said, I used to work at the principal's office in high school, and I'd pull the cut slips for a fee. Oh. That's fun. Yeah. I like that. And Jared said, very temporarily, I made my classmates believe I was a psychic. And I would pay them for readings. <laughs> I, like when there's a, I like when someone's pulling a scam and there's a qualifying statement. Very temporarily. <laughs> Your Honor, not for a long duration of time. He 
you made him pay for reading. Here you say, is this your friend? I, I may have met him once, but I really don't know him. <laughs> I love that. It's an operation you're running at school. Think back. Making a little money from your fellow classmates scamming your friends. Line two. <laughs> hey, when I was a, uh, went to Columbia High School up in Maplewood, New Jersey when I was young, and they had an elevator for staff and handicapped people. Right. And um, you needed a key to work the elevator. Well, a buddy of mine on my football team, he broke his leg, and he got a key for the elevator till he was good. But I got... I made a copy, and I made like 10, 12 copies. I was selling for like five bucks a key. <laughs> five, five bucks a key is a racket, is you what, know what that is. That, yeah. just, that jogs a memory. That absolutely happened in my school. They'd have the handicap pass to get in the elevator, and if one kid broke his foot or his ankle, we'd all go and hang out with him. So we could t- I mean, it was like one flight of stairs. I would never have remembered that unless you said that. You're best friends with the kid with the cast exactly. all of a sudden. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I made a deal with the, the key guy, and I was getting it for like a buck a piece, and I was selling it for like five bucks a piece. I love wow. it. That's great, Tony. Thanks for that. You got it. Have right, a good day. That's a good scam right there. Made a deal with the key guy. Look at the ingenuity, you know? I know. If only he was using that brain power for good and not right. evil, not for, a, <laughs> not for a scam. Now, let me ask you this. I remember, this wasn't on my fellow students, but on my teachers. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily offer them a bribe or anything, but some of them I would get to know, and not because I really wanted to get to know them, but just because say, yeah, you know, you want to go and uh, have lunch? We had a nice uh, cafeteria, and we You'd were- buy uh, lunch? Yeah, I mean, I went to school- You'd and, buy your teacher's lunch? Yeah. Sometimes we go off campus, there's a Dunkin' Donuts, and there's a pizza place. What? And so, yeah, I'll pick a, you know, we'll have a little lunch. We'll talk about the book we're reading <laughs> in English class. Was and, it a uh, cute teacher? No, 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 no. I was just trying to get grades. <laughs> trying to get grades. I don't know that I ever pulled that scam with a woman teacher. Him. Yeah. I, do, I had an algebra teacher who I'm still having PTSD about. I, I would have uh, tried to take her out and scam her if I could, but she wasn't having it. She was hardcore about, mm. uh, you got to learn the math. No, I never hung out with a teacher. Well, I mean, I wasn't hung, hanging out because I wanted to. I did. This is not a scam, but I did. My mom used to take me to karaoke which Oof. at the bar when I was a teenager. Your mom wanted to go to karaoke and needed to right, do something she, with you. Yeah. And I saw one of my teachers having an affair. At the bar. Oh, and man. From that day, Blackmail, baby. From that day on, I passed that class with <laughs> flying colors. So I don't know if that's a scam you or a black market. Your mother, but mother brings you to the bar, you learn a life lesson. Absolutely. This is how blackmail works. Yep. <laughs> 732-774-4444. All lines open now. We'd love to hear from you on this. <laughs> Get a good one for us. Text us or Facebook us. What kind of operation were you running? Make a little money at school. Listen, I got breaking news, Joe. Breaking Uh-oh. news for you. We have received the Ancestry results from the website for Rochelle. Oh. I just got them. Now, a little rewind. We got mine a couple of days ago. And surprising nobody, I'm uh, largely Italian, so I'm a paisan. And I got a couple mm-hmm. other little things there, including Congo, which was amazing because I can't imagine I do well with the heat and humidity. But that's not the point. <laughs> we got no. Rochelle's uh, info in. She has not disclosed to me what she is. but And you had no idea. Now, I knew for the most part, because my I know my parents did this uh, first a couple of years ago, yeah. so I knew that I was more than likely going to be overwhelmingly Italian. But mm-hmm. you had no idea, really. I was told my whole life that I'm French-Canadian, and my, my last name, Gagnon, Gaillon, yeah. is, is straight from France, which migrated to Canada in the 1800s, because so, I've done a, a Google search on Gaillon, on Gagnon, and that I have relatives that played on the Montreal, Quebecs, and like very deep-rooted in... Now, this is on your, in, fa- on your father's biological side. father's my side. My mom never really talked about exactly what we were or what was in... I knew she was Irish... And that was really that was really all. Well, I your mom, like that. you, is blonde, blue eyed. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty pretty so straightforward I, that it's got to be Swedish, Irish, something around there. Right, right. And so that's all I've really ever known about right. anything. Should, that should we do a little? Uh... <laughs> Open up the envelope, and you are <laughs> not French Canadian. What? Not even a little bit. Well, what are you? I am Scottish, mm. Irish, English. Dramat, Dramatic? G- Germanic people? Germanic? Germanic. Western, Europe, and Russian, mm-hmm. and Wales. And nothing French Canadian. Nothing. That's so nothing interesting. Nothing anywhere around France or Canada. Give me the percentages here. What are you mostly? I'm 33% uh, Scottish and 24% Irish. Uh, <laughs> you like John Connery. Oh, yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah. Shaken not stood, Mr. 8% Russian. <laughs> 
Eight percent Russian. Eleven yeah. percent German. Interesting. Yeah, no French Canadian so, in me at all. So, Joe, she's mostly uh, Scotland, Ireland, Wales, a yeah. little bit of English, and then a couple right. of little sprinklings, which makes perfect sense. But now you should reach out to your mother because we've always wondered yeah. if it's possible. That, and you're, listen, I don't mean to go into this whole thing, but you're estranged from your biological dad. I am, yeah. I, I wonder if, if he is not your dad. I mean, it sounds like I we're know. joking around here, but. I, I, I'm not, well, here's the thing. I am on Ancestry.com and I made a family tree. Yeah. It, because you can add names. So, like, I have you on there and I, I put my uncles and my aunts and I found things out about what I thought were my grandparents and right. my uncles. But and, you have no, no so now DNA that, connections none, to these people. None. Wow. None. Wow. I mean, does that not just... Uh, I just... I don't even know what to say. What like, do you do I, in this situation? I, my family always joked when I was a kid because it, my my dad was always a little bit kooky and estranged from his brothers and sisters. So when I was a kid, they always joked with me, oh, your your dad is the mailman. They always joke because they loved my mom and my mom and my dad divorced really young yeah. when I was really young. And so they joked that, you know, mm. that's not your dad. So don't worry about it. You're fine. Don't worry. You got to reach out to your mom and see what she has to say about all this. That's pretty wild. I don't. I do, figured. How do would... I ask her that? Like, how do you? Ask I think you got to send her the hey, stuff. Mom, send is her it these... the milkman. Like, what's going on here? Send her oh. these percentages and see what she has to say. Right, joke. Right. right. I mean, is, or is it none of her business? I don't know. Well, I don't know. That's I, a that's a rough one. I don't I, know. How crazy is that? I don't even like. I who are you? I, I, and again, this is something that you spit in a tube and you send through the mail, so right. I don't know exactly how accurate But most it is, people that but... do this, they might find 2% and they go, oh, well, that's interesting. I right. didn't know I had any yeah. French in me. But you're you're not what None. they thought you thought you were at all. None. Zero relation to any of the mm. people that I've added to my family tree who have also, because I have relatives on my Gagnon side yeah. that have done this. And so they have a database in here. I match Nothing. none of them. None of them. Did we find out if you got any paisan in you? I'm yeah. sorry. No, no Paisan, no, no Paisan. No Paisan. Uh, no not even a little bit. All right. Yeah. We'll reach out to Mom and see what she has to say. 107 Jersey Shore traffic and weather. Together. What's that, Joe? What's the good news? I said the good news is you get to celebrate on St. Patrick's yes. Day, which is yeah. right around the corner. Yes. <laughs> which I've always done anyway. I yeah. didn't need right, to actually I know that. And now you have a more of a lust for it because you yes. are one now. That is I, mean, right. I think you knew you had some I Irish, did. but yeah. boy, that's really crazy. Which is, so crazy. I feel like Maury Povich right now. It's so... You are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> I know wow. there's another one of those. I, it's not Ancestry.com, but it's another one of those companies that yeah. do this. I feel like I need to do yeah. that to try we gotta check 21 this out. and Me or yeah, whatever. Yeah, try it again. Because that's, that's just crazy. If there's anybody that works at like a biotech company or whatever, we'll, we'll pay for it. Yeah, can Te- you help me out? Text us here, 774-4444. I was all excited about Paul Gagnon being your uh, cousin or whatever it was from the Canadians. I was yeah, all fired uh, up about Renee that. Renee Gagnon, eh? actually. Renee? Oh. Renee. Yeah, his name's... Are we talking about up? hockey now? Is that yeah, what's happening? Yeah, hockey. He was, a, no he was a goalie for the Montreal Quebecs that I thought uh. my whole life... Was my cousin, but the Quebecs well, or the Canadians? Is that a team? Canadians? Back, well, back back then, the, though, because they were called like, the Quebecs. That's well, that's what my family says, but who knows? Yeah. Not my You're not even related to these people. Who cares? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I've worked up a sweat. <sighs> Yikes! Actually, I think there was the Montreal Maroons back in the day. <laughs> I don't think there was ever a Montreal Quebec. I, I'm I could be totally wrong, but I didn't think there was a uh, a Montreal Quebecs. There was a Quebec Nordique. No. I don't know. I was just, I don't know. <laughs> well, if they're lying to you about that, God knows. I, I have no idea. Know. I don't know who I am. I don't know. I know nothing. <laughs> Certainly not related to anybody whose name is on Stand the Cup anymore. Fantastic. Well, good point. Yeah. yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> well, so. More wow. on this to come, wow. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, fuck. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a developing you. story breaking right here on Robbie and Rachel That's in right. the morning. Yeah. Now the door's open. You gotta, we got to figure out what the rest of what's going on mm-hmm. here. This is wild stuff, man. Yeah. Wild, wacky <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Bunch of criminals. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're saying it nicer than you did a minute ago, though. Well, there's just so just many. Through there's through the- so many answers here. I'm trying to choose the ones that are not like, wow, that's yeah. super incriminating. Because I just they're wow. Sometimes we talk about sex and these kind of things, and Rochelle goes, I don't know if I want to put that over the air, but these are legit crimes, <laughs> like actual crimes. These people are a bunch of criminals. They're children. That's funny. So oh, the t- my gosh. The topic, the idea today, there's a little black market operation, you remember. Remember back to school, people selling stuff, making money off their peers, maybe scamming the teacher or the parents. <laughs> uh, maybe it was as innocent as selling baseball cards to your mm-hmm, friends, you know, mm-hmm. or if you're a little younger, Dungeons and Dragons or that sort of thing. Yeah. You remember making any money while you were still in school. And full disclosure, if you missed the beginning of this uh, conversation, uh, 
My stepdaughter is doing this. She's uh, charging kids. She makes little videos for their mm-hmm. I don't know, social studies and charges them. She makes 25 bucks a week on average. She got a whole, lot, average, of, yeah. whole lot of ones. <laughs> so we say, do you want me to buy you an ice cream? She's like, I'll buy it myself. I don't need you. I know. <laughs> 12 years of, old. Wow. Amazing. Ryan said in elementary school, there had a kid that sold individual bubblicious gum. He was always peddling something. I even bought a Nintendo game from him one time that he, quote, found in the woods. <laughs> I love them. The BS you can get away with as a child is just marvelous, isn't it? You could never get away with that today. People never believe you. But as a kid, you can say anything. Your friends believe it. Text from 8178 said, my husband and his hillbilly friends used to sell pencils and donuts at high school back in the 80s. Well, you're still married, the guy, so yep. that's on you, hon. And Je- Jennifer said, in the 80s, I sold cigarettes for a buck each and for a dollar for matches, I made bank. A dollar a cigarette's a lot. There we remember the, now. It, there's a scene in Goodfellas, it's like this, where they're selling the cigarette boxes, the cartons of cigarettes out of the, oh, back, out of of the, the truck, back of the truck. And the truant officer comes up and says, what are you doing? He's like, it's okay, it's okay. The guy's like, no, it's not okay. <laughs> no. Not how this works. <laughs> you ever make money doing anything, scamming your friends when you were in school? 732-774-4444 is the boss. Text connect anytime, and we do check them all day long. And if by chance we miss them, we check them tomorrow morning. We promise you get another one in that's making you laugh. Do you want to mention it? A text from 8519 that just came in and said, protection from bullies. <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 all it says. that's a straight up, straight up compo situation. <laughs> Talk about good fellas. Just love it. Seven seven four forty four forty four. Boss text connect anytime or on the Facebook if you want to put yourself out there. Maybe use a, a dummy account as <laughs> not to incriminate yourself. At one zero seven one, the boss on Facebook. Wow, I thought this would be kind of a stupid one today, but we get some so funny. There's some straight up shocking answers. These text messages later. We, we really great. had to not say a couple of these out of fear. Seriously, that the FBI would show up here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we get Merrick Garland showing up here at Boss HQ.